Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So I have dogs, Biggie Smalls, at B-I-G-G-Y-S-M-A-L-L-Z. If you want to follow dogs that really don't do much, they're mid-level dogs. I've even been, I've even been told by trainers that they're middle-of-the-pack dogs. And I always knew that before um, I got a trainer. I said they're sort of just like two Irish guys sitting at a bar drinking beer that are really loving and really nice and really loyal Um Smalls is a little bit of like a criminal. There was a movie State of Grace and then The Town with uh, Ben Affleck. He's like the Jeremy Renner character. And Biggie's the, the guy who is like a little bit more, the guy who drove the getaway, uh, the getaway, the getaway van when they were stealing all the money. Biggie, we call a little lumpy. So then we had a train and I used to say they're mid-level guys. Like Biggie would get in trouble and forget the keys to the van when he's driving away from the crime scene. And Smalls always has like things that he's working on. He's always operating and Smalls has tremendous anxiety. Like I feel like one of these successful people that says their dog needs a therapist only because I'm successful and I can say that. 
I promise you my dog is massive anxiety. Shakes, the tongue goes down to the floor, doesn't like music, doesn't like water, doesn't like um, when people ring the doorbell. But I mean, not, and not like a normal dog that just barks, like shaking tremendously, massive anxiety disorder, this dog. So we give him CBD and he's got a thunder vest and he's, he's got some issues. They're their brothers. They're one litter. They're twins, but they're like 15 pounds difference. So I call them, they're one dog. They are literally are never... They've never been an inch away from each other. One time, one of them ran after a dog on the beach and the other one was whimpering, crying. I think it was Smalls crying. So they're fiercely loyal, but they're flawed dogs. They pee. They're four years old. It's shameful. I'm embarrassed. They pee on anything furry, like the corner of anything furry. They pick certain corners of couches. They like the corner of a curtain, like the bottom corner of a curtain. They like the corner of a couch. And we walk them all the time. In fact, it became too much that we were walking them because I think they think it's a pee for all. They think you can just pee anytime you want. And what's crazy is that, and you're supposed to leave dogs water because if they go outside and they're hot, aren't they dehydrated and thirsty? So we got in this trainer. His name is Bash. And I think he's, I I know he's trained Ronald Reagan's dog. And I think he was called by the Bidens. And I think Dorinda gave him to me, but he's this famous dog trainer. He came over. I was going to send them away for like three weeks, which seemed counterintuitive because you send them away, but they're not at home. So they're not learning habits at home. And Bryn was devastated and so hysterically, hysterically crying because when she was little and we got them a couple months after because of the same problem, we sent them away and she feels like she missed a lot of their childhood. So she feels like she missed too much and she cries if she thinks about them moving away. She's very sensitive and she'll hysterically cry And she always has this fear I'm giving them away, which I'm never giving them away. I live for them. They're my children. But they do pee. They pee. You know, you have dogs. They pee in other rooms. They hide it. You can't figure it out. You can't catch them in the crime. Oddly, if I catch them in the crime, I'm excited because I get to have a loud voice about it. But it never happens. They're really smooth criminals. I don't even know who the culprit really is. I don't know if it's one of them, two of them. Seems like they double down. So I don't know who the guilty culprit really is. And it may be both of them. It could be like a double crime scene. I don't know. So this trainer comes over. And he's teaching us sits and stays. And I don't give a good fuck about if they sit or stay. I I only care about the peeing. And by the way, this is what I did with Cookie. And this is what I started doing with these guys. And what to me was the best method ever was crate training. Crate training because it was structure. And if you're getting a dog, crate training is the best for people who are out more because you're not sitting home and then your dogs are around you and then they go pee. If you're out all day, you have someone after four hours, let them out to pee, put them back in the crate. They know when you get home, it's time to go out and pee. And they basically, when they're puppies, they're in the crate and their feet don't touch the ground until they're put outside. So he said, get a crate or, and the or might be jamming us up, or put them in a small room that you know they're comfortable in and you know they won't pee in. So there are certain areas, if it's a bathroom, you put them in. They don't pee where they hang out. They don't pee where they sleep. So what you do is, is the minute you wake up, because they sleep in bed with me and they don't pee in bed or pee in the room unless I let them wander. So they sleep in bed. The second you wake up, you take them right downstairs, water first, water and food first, then let them out. One of the problems is all the marking too. If you're walking them, don't let them be like the little pee on every tree. It's supposed to be like the big pee, which is very hard to control. So water first, not crazy, crazy amounts of water, but water, you know, let them hydrate. Then you take them out. Then you bring them back and they're either where you can see them and they're not going to pee or they're in their crate or some room for approximately four hours. And then this was how the boot camp started. And then after the four hours, 
you repeat the same process, but you don't give water before the last walk. And if they're desperate for water, you give them ice. This is counterintuitive because we are told to hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. You hear my water? Hydrate, drink all the day, drink all day, drink as much as you can, hold a water supply, drink a toilet bowl, drink, 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 release the bladder, release your bladder, let the bladder go. The minute you have, before you have sex, pee, after you have sex, pee, when you wake up, pee, when you go to bed, pee, 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 pee. We're telling them don't hydrate all the time. Don't leave water down. Only the water right before they go on walks. Do not leave the water down and hold it in. Hold it in for four hours. So of course they've been watching me live my life. And that's why they're probably living this way because they see me peeing whenever I want. So why wouldn't they pee when they want? They don't understand. So now we have to teach them to hold for four hours. And I do recognize this because my dog Cookie that I crate trained did have a great ability to hold for four and even longer if you, you have an emergency or something going on. So it's been working in the sense that they're not peeing really as much. One morning, I we woke up and they had been obviously in bed all night and I just went in so I could pee. And then I came back in the room and they had peed. That was one breaking of their diet. And then the other day, they peed on the corner of a carpet and a poof that I told you about, like a little ottoman multiple times. So I felt like really defeated and like a failure, but that's two times in over six weeks. And it's the reason they're not really peeing that much is because I'm on them. So I don't know if it's working yet, but I do think that you can teach old dogs new tricks because they would pee three to four times a week. And I'm a grown ass adult woman who's successful in many ways, but not in this way. So what do you think of dog training? Can you teach old dogs new tricks? Um, do you think it's wrong? And I know I'm going to get a lot of hate mail because it's going to be summer and it's going to be hot. But I, I think in that case, you have to give them a little water at the end. And when the dogs are dehydrated, I've seen Smalls be thirsty and I'll just give him water, but then let them out again for that last relief pee. It's like your own, it's like your own food plan. You have to kind of tailor it to your own needs. It's great that the trainer told me this, but he's not living in this house with a dog that's dehydrated. So I'm not going to do that. So I'm trying to adjust it to what makes it work for me. What's hard is getting home and you've only been out for an hour and not letting them immediately out. So maybe we'll adjust to that. But right now what's happening is I'm waiting the four hours. I think you're teaching them to hold it in and they're not supposed to pee inside. I think that's what it is that they just don't, you don't want them to associate inside with peeing, only outside with peeing. And you want them to know to drink a lot of water before because they start to realize they're not going to get it all the time. So I think that it's sort of, that's the training of it. Let me know what you think. Mother's Day is May 12th and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. 
With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. My guest today is Matthew McConaughey. He is an actor, a producer, and a philanthropist. He first gained notice for his performance in Dazed and Confused, which is considered by many to be his breakout role, and he has gone on to dazzle audiences with many beloved performances, including Dallas Buyers Club, which he won an Oscar for. Today, we talk about the importance of knowing when to step back from opportunities in order to stay on your true path, how being open to chance meetings can change your life, why timing is everything, but persistence is also key, and how to beat the paralysis of analysis. This is an incredible conversation, and I think you're going to enjoy it as much as I did. Howdy, howdy. How are you? I'm good, my fellow Scorpio, born on the same day. I can't believe you know that. I'm so surprised. Yes, and um. Diddy and Kathy Griffin also share our birthday. Yes, yes, indeed. Intense, passionate people, it appears. Yeah, I think I'm like three. I think I'm Diddy's elder brother by about three hours. Really? I think Where are you? What is that amazing space that you're in? This is uh, one of my four airstreams. This one's called the Smithsonian. So what you're seeing over here is a world map that's backlit. This is my galley area. Um, this is the, my latest one. I designed this one from the ground up. And this is when we go to set, we go travel. This goes. This is where we live in half the time. 
Oh, that's so fun. It's so funny because I was researching Airstreams to put in my backyard as just like a bar hangout place, sort of like a clubhouse for my daughter. I love it. Love We've it. We've got two, three of them on the property right now. Wow, that's so funny. It's like a little, like a like a man den or a lady cave or whatever you want to do. Yeah, I mean, the only challenge with it is you hang out over here for a while, it becomes preferable to the big house. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, I first have to just thank you for helping me with Be Strong, you and um, your beautiful and sweet and caring wife, because she did a lot of research and she really wanted to understand exactly where the money went, which I do appreciate but uh, you helped a lot of people in Texas with PPE, and I appreciate, and Louisiana, I believe, and I appreciate your help. Well, you're welcome, and thank you. You worked well with us, and I know Camilla, with you and your team, y'all, y'all did a lot of uh, a lot of back and forth and work together. So thank you. Well, thanks so much. You are the first uh, actor that I've had on because I've adhered really. Uh, strongly to what I believe that this should be and the conversations I want to have and what someone needs to represent and reflect. And you absolutely, the more I look into you, and I've always obviously known who you are and been aware of you, but the more that I research you and your book, Green Lights, uh, congratulations, 27 weeks on the bestseller list, New York Times bestseller list. And I know what that's like. And it's like building a rocket ship and keeping it in the air and you're number one. Um, But in reading about you, there and other places, I realize that you have a very solid, intentional brand and you have built it one brick at a time with what made to us seem like casual, being handsome and doing these great roles. But it, it, it seems very intentional. That's the word that keeps coming back, that you've, you've, you've had this whole chessboard that you've been working on and planning and it makes it look effortless, but it cannot be effortless. No. <laughs> I'm, and thank you for noticing that. You know, my closest friends who know me the best have thrown that word at me or to others when they asked about me, uh, that word intentional. Um, and I think I, I guess I am very I- intentional. I mean, I have been very intentional and had great plans that never panned out. Um, I think uh, um, there's a certain moral bottom line uh, who I have, well, that I have as a person that I was never going to be foolish with along the way. I can bullshit and sell and hustle and, you know, uh, um, trade you one, trade you one, give you five now for your one because I hope I get ten later. I can, I can do all that. Um, at the same time, um, I think what it's from is I've always had kind of a long view like i know a big win right now is is it going to be a win 20 years from now is it going to be is it going to is it something or like intentional choices i'm making now i'm making choices now that i'm going okay do i want to spend my time on that i only want to spend my time on something that hopefully will have grown when i'm on my deathbed and i can it can it will survive after i am gone like legacy choices. I'm trying to be very intentional about that now. Well, Um, I have two things I talk about. And one is the bucket theory, which is I would rather have six buckets full than 15 half full, meaning what's giving you an ROI in a philanthropic means? Is it more time with your family? Is it the big picture? Like you said, you're maybe not making a lot of money now, but you're making this decision. It's going to make a change. You walk away from money because you're going to, other things are going to come if you believe in yourself. 
And then also, you're talking about the chess board, but you're aware of the pieces. What's going on today is the pieces, but you're looking at the board, always looking at the board, and you're trying to teach people around you that you work with, look at the board, don't get stuck in the weeds. You might be with weeds, there might be weeds, but you got to know that you got to, yes. Yeah, but understand that, it, and then when you get in those weeds, understand that, oh, that's just part of the garden. There's still flowers in the garden, but you are in the weeds right now. Exactly. Um, I mean, I, I, I write about this in my book, I call it conservative early, conservative early liberal late, and that's not a political term. What I mean is that study the game, the chessboard, look at the overall board, know that there are daily moves that are intentional, that are in the here and now, but there's a big game being played, and time moves slower than we think. It's actually at least on our side. Okay, mm-hmm. So I say I like to create my weather so I can blow in the breeze. And that would be, as you said earlier, maybe it looks like, hey, just roll out of bed and just do that. Now, I'm mm-hmm. constantly looking at what's the, what's the weather? How can I create the, 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 the weather here? What are the rules of this particular game? What's the context of this zone? Know my zone that I'm in it. But if I play this move now, maybe this isn't maybe not be the zone that I want to be. And I actually want to be in that one over there. But I'm going to stay in my zone here because if I keep my head down, and do this job well, I can end up being where I want to be. And that's happened a few times, quite a few times. Well, you get in the car and you have a plan for the most part, but you might run out of gas. You might hit a roadblock. That's when the work happens. That's what you're talking about. I mean, conflict, you probably, we have the same birthday. I don't know you, but you probably, when something is challenging, you like to work the problem, maybe step away from it, let it breathe for a second to figure out how how to work the problem. And then people think that was part of one of your great decisions, but it's probably just because somebody made a move you didn't know. Somebody disappointed you. Something happened, and then you have to shake it up. The pandemic. 100%. 100%. I mean, I'm it, as far as the amount that I'm absolutely intentional, set the goal, go get it no matter what, I also have looked around, and I would say even more so in my life, it's the times where I was didn't know what it was I wanted. Just get in the damn game and let's call audibles along the way. Let's just uh-huh. figure everything out where it was a moment where you're on, take the mic. I'm like, oh, geez, I, don't, I didn't even know. I suppose, uh, And those are the times where I've been like improvised that have led to actually more success in life and quality in life. Um, That's good for people listening because they want to build something in a non-traditional way. They're business people. They want to create their own toolbox and you're it doesn't matter whether you're selling toothpaste or a blockbuster uh, Academy Award winner like you are. It, it matters. It, it's it's about the way you operate. And I want to know how you how are your beginnings? Are they humble? What's your relationship to money? What was success mean in your house? Like work ethic, that kind of thing. It was I guess it was humble. We were raised uh, middle class. Um, Dad paid the, the rent. He had food on the table. He never let us know that at times that may have been hard to do, but he worked worked enough and was successful enough that he we couldn't read that on him that, oh, maybe he was going through tough times, which later in life after he passed away, I found out there were times he was. Work ethic was big. The don't half-ass it, whatever it is you're doing, was drilled into us. The break you down to be thankful that the damn sun rose this morning. And if you're walking in here to eat breakfast in a bad mood because you didn't get enough sleep or you're just grumpy, get your backside back in bed. Don't come out here because I'm in here. My mom, my mom said, I'm making you breakfast and there was no guarantee that someone's going to rise today. It was really a 
Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're bitching about your shoes? You're bitching about no shoes? Let me introduce you to the kid with no feet. It was really, whoa. Wow. Slam you down to humility and and be grateful for what you have. Um, At the same time, there was a sort of outlaw logic like my mother and father would push into us. Mom, don't you walk in that place like you want to buy it. You walk in there like you own it. Whether that, was wow. going, whether that was going to the prom and you were nervous, you know, about your date. And do you have the right corsage or you couldn't afford the corsage? You don't need the corsage. You wear, you, the corsage is what you wear. It's not wearing you. So since you don't have one, you don't need, you know, whatever that was, it was get relative quick. Well, that how does that work on a movie set? I mean, that must be, have, you must have taken that with you your entire life and everything you do. I see it in your confidence. I mean, you're a confident person. I mean, everyone on here... Everyone from billionaires to, to, to Hillary Clinton talks about preparation. Everybody talks about the relationship of luck to success and says, doesn't matter how lucky you are. doesn't matter where the fish are. You be prepared. If those fish come, you know where to go. That's okay. So talk about preparation. That's amazing. Oh, that's the toolbox you're talking about. Yep. Now you get your toolbox in shape and you get prepared. You, you know, again, conservative, very liberal. You do the work so you can then play. You, 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 you. You study the playbook so you can get in the game and be confident enough to call an audible when the other team doesn't do what you expected them to do. Um, you, 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 you prepare, you, you work on, the, it's delayed gratification. You prepare for the interview the week before so you don't go in there that Monday morning going, oh, shit, I'm not even prepared. And, and that's not where you improvise. It's much easier to improvise and call the audibles if your toolbox is in shape and you go, if this goes as I plan it going, I am ready. And then it never goes that way. You, yeah. you, you never end up using all the tools you think you needed to use. Most things don't happen, but be, exactly, that's exactly right. It's insurance. Mother's Day is May 12th and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. 
right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. So you have kids and young kids and um, a great partner. And I'm wondering, because I'm listening to how you were raised and how your father instilled this work ethic and don't complain and don't explain, you know, and hardcore. And it's obviously within you. And I have a, I have a, I have an 11 year old daughter too. And I, you know, I had a very challenging childhood, but how do we raise, and I asked Mark Cuban this question, how do we raise kids being wealthy and try to explain to them when every, you know, you're, you're not going to fly in a private plane and tell them to walk. So, so how do you do it? It's got to be twice as hard. It's a great question. And it's a great opportunity for us, but I hear you. I mean, you know, (laughs) housekeepers showed up to the house, never had a housekeeper show up to my house. (laughs) Right. Um, I got this great coat. My son, uh, um, I, we don't fly private that often, but when a studio would fly me private, we'd take the family and the car would come pick us up. And, and uh, at four years old, when we would fly private, I would never tell him because they think we're going to the airport, we're going to go out commercial. We pull up to the, he's in his baby seat in the back row, four years old, as we pull up to the gate that he, the signature gate or whatever that he knows it's private now. And he goes, oh, yippee, Popeye. I sure do love taking the black car to the little plane more than the yellow car to the big one. <laughs> I went, oh, geez. I was like, that's awesome. And then I tell him, you've got big ideas. These things, you know, now how do I explain how we get these things? How did they come? Now, the other thing is with affluence, as you know, it's much harder to say no. And to follow through on no, you cannot, than it is to say yes. And when you're in a fluent position, it's easy to say yes. Oh, that toy broke. Oh, let's get another one. Instead of going, let's get the toolbox out and let's sit right. down and see if we can maintain that. Because I know it was only a $20 and I've got 20 It's not a matter if I have the 20 or not. You don't spend it because you got it. No. We have no. it and it broke. Now let's go fix it. Instead of just saying, oh, can you get another one? Or putting a patch on a damn soccer ball. Instead of going, no, we're not just going to go get another soccer ball. And do you do that? Yeah. That's great. And are you strict? Because I don't think strict has any... I know people who have no money who spoil their kids because it's the path of least resistance. I do not negotiate with terrorists. If I say we're not going to do something, if you do something, I always follow through because then you'll have no leverage with your kids. They'll not believe you. They'll call your bluff. Well, we... we, uh, Yes, we have rules and expectations and we do follow through with discipline for for those and the and as i was saying the no the following through on the consequences for kids doing something that we know if we let that slide they're not going to be well they're not going to be equipped to go through life you got to understand if you do that when you're out of the house 
the world's going to come back and, and hit you square in the face. You're going to end up, you know, hurt, in jail, whatever. No, so there are consequences. It's harder to follow through on them time-wise because you've been there. You think it's the end of the night. Good night. They're all down to sleep, and all of a sudden something comes up. You're like, I got to deal with this now, don't I? Dude, damn it. But you got to follow through on it. Um, or, yeah, they will call your bluff. Um, I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's also, I like to say, it's like how, how high is the limb on the tree that our kids, and this is a metaphor, how high is the limb on the tree that our kids climb out on? How, how high do we let them go? Yeah, keep climbing. Right. We had no supervision. We ran out the back door. Go ahead. We, we, yeah, you, yeah. You look, you look below. You go, well, that's, it's, that's about a 10-foot fall. It's on grass. He's going to have bruises and scrapes. Right. That's worth it. He's not afraid of heights yet. But then where do you go, whoa, that fall we're going to the emergency room or worse. Hey, that's buddy, smart. Come here. Check this out down here because you don't want to make them because kids aren't afraid of heights until they fall. But how, when do you, when do you let them learn on their own? Because what are they going to really remember? We can teach them as much as we want, as much as we want, but those experiences that get up, that great plan they had not work out. I love that. And you have a six, I mean, this is a tricky expression, but I, I talk to many successful people who are in relationships with successful people. So I call it successful relationships to double entendre and um, obviously, nobody's relationship is perfect that I've spoken to, but people have different rules. Like I've spoken to one person who said to me, um, I don't fix her. I fix myself or I let my partner on a, you know, a, a loose leash. They have to be who they are, I allow them to be who they are. And another great thing was um, we don't worry about the optics of what it's supposed to be like. So how do you describe your definition or tools for a successful relationship with another successful, strong personality. It's a different disparity than you grew up with. You grew up with your father, put the food on the table, and you're talking about a different dynamic than an equal in that way. Yeah, well, I mean, I would I would jump on the train of the last two, uh, the three you brought up. Um, we allow each other a loose enough leash that we're not over on each other's over each other's shoulder and everything. But then we try to practice. Let's come together at the end of the day and just kind of say, hey, so we're, so we're up to date because I can get going. I can go head down and get going and all of a sudden look up and I come to Camilla and I'm like, so here's what I got. And she's like, whoa, you know, and I'm giving her the cliff notes version because it, I've been working on it. It's going through my head. It makes clear sense to me because I've been working on it for a month. And now I'm just unloading it on her and she's like, whoa, I didn't even know that was an area you were heading to slow it down. Um, and then... We try not to, we don't compete. We're not playing the, well, you get to do that, so I get to do this. There's certain things that, you know, I mean, look, she makes, she makes more sacrifices for me than, than in, in, in my work life than, than she asked me to make for her, um, for me and, our, me, and our, me and our family. I mean, she said very early on when we decided we were going to have children, she put her hands on the night we decided, okay, let's pull the goat. Uh, she put her hands on my shoulders and said, one rule if we do this. I go, what? She goes, you go, we go. So wow. there, every time I go to work, I mean, come on, I've been together 15 years, married for coming on nine. The longest we've been apart are nine days. We take the kids, everybody, we pull them up. Out of school, she drops everything. Popeye's going to work in Mauritius 
or Reykjavik or New York City, we all go. That's wow. non-negotiable. So when I'm dealing with the studio, it's like, that's non-negotiable. I need the house. My family's coming. We're bringing a, uh, a tutor. This is the package you're going to get if you're getting me. And so we're a traveling band like that. Um, and that's been, I mean, in ways I can't even say how important that's been for us as well, and you didn't, it's not great. You decided it. It's a mandate and it's not a want, it's a need. So there's difference between wants and needs. Absolutely. It's a need. And that goes to what you said about, we don't live in the same, we're, we don't try to say, well, what does the world think about how you do this? No, we got to make our own bubble. Camilla, this is our bubble. We got to do it how we do it. And, you know, people can keep handing us books, you know, when you have first have a kid. Here's what you should read. I always thought right. a bit like, a little forward. I was like, let me ask you for some assistance first. People give you advice. It's like, no, we got to do it by our own bubble. We know what makes us happy. We know what keeps us tight as a family. It may not be how others do it. And we got to keep that bubble tight. Because um, when we get up, when we get away from it, we look back and we go, we were slipping on our fundamentals. We left. We slipped we left on the our core. fundamentals. Or we thought someone had a bright new idea over there. Oh, look how they do it. And now we're doing the math. You're going, oh, that's, uh, the grass wasn't greener. It, it actually didn't work out. What, what we thought was uh, really successful, actually, that math did not up for them. Yeah. And I always talk about unsolicited advice, not loving to give it and not loving to get it. Like it's unsolicited. I'm not, no, there's no perfect parent. There's no perfect child. So if you don't want advice, you don't have to take it. No one's a, a, an expert. Your father is a defining character in your life. It is so prevalent uh, you took, I mean, obviously the road less, less traveled is any road you take, but you took the road less traveled in your house, the road that he didn't really pave for you. And it seems like it's defined you and you've been very authentic in addition to intentional. So can you like describe what that brings up for you, what that means to you? I can. So I was always expected to go to law school. I was going to be the lawyer. That was it. I mean, from, from 12 years old on. And I went to University of Texas, was heading toward law school, and all of a sudden was having trouble getting sleeping at night with the idea of, oh, I graduate now, I got to go another three years to law school. I won't be doing, having an imprint on the world until I'm in my 30s. And I don't want to spend my whole 20s studying. So I've been writing a lot and sharing stories and decided I wanted to go be a storyteller. I wanted to go to film school. Well, this was going to be a big ask from my dad who was paying my way. And I was really nervous about asking. I called him one night, made sure it was 7.30 at night. I knew he'd be home from work, having a beer with my mom, in a good mood, amiable to the, amicable to the idea. And I said, Dad, I said, uh, uh, he goes, what's up, buddy? I said, I don't want to go to film school anymore. I don't want to go to law school anymore. I want to go to film school. He goes, are you sure that's what you want to do? I said, yes, sir. Five-second pause. He goes, well, don't half-ass it. With that, he gave me approval. He gave me privilege. He gave me responsibility. He gave me accountability. He gave me a kick in the backside. He gave me for all of it. But the way he said, don't half-ass it, he gave me. Now, here's what I realized just in the last five years, because that decision was when I was 20. And I think this is what every parent actually wants. So we raise our children in a structured mind. If you do this, you're going to follow these rules, stick with this plan, you're going to be able to go succeed in life. And if they do that, we're happy. But what makes us really happy? Just like in every great entrepreneur in the world, when the child goes, uh-uh, I'm going my own way, and I'm not asking permission. When I asked my dad that night and said, 
I called him to say, I don't want to go to film school. I, want, I don't want to go to law school. I want to go to film school. I really wasn't asking him. And he heard in my voice that I was not bluffing and I really wasn't asking his permission. And so within a 20 second call, which ended with him saying, don't half ass it. I think he inside felt like, yes, I bothered him. Right. He didn't, he came to me. I could tell by his voice. Wow. He, he knew I wasn't bluffing. And I think that day is when he goes, I was a good father to him. I raised him to have this, the, the, the confidence to go, I'm going my own way. I'm breaking out. Amazing. That sounds like a major, pivotal, life-changing point. And he did give you terms. Don't half-ass it. I'll pay. That could be your next book. Don't half-ass it. It could be like a giving the actual advice to business. Uh, you know, people often think that, well, many actors uh, and celebrities want to have a brand, be a brand, attached to a brand, slap their names on things. And I notice you do not slap your name on things. You have had a longstanding relationship with Lincoln. You've um, aligned yourself. What's the uh, alcohol Wild brand? Turkey. Wild Turkey. They're both very on brand. They're both very solid. They're very smooth. They're very quality. Like it makes sense. And who, how do you know this? Because branding, which is something that I am good at, and most people do not adhere to the brand. They don't protect the realm. And the realm isn't necessarily the 40 movies you've done. That's the vehicles for the whole realm, which is the brand of you. I, 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 that is very clear to me. And I want to understand that because that's a being a business person. That's why I wanted to talk to you. That's a business in itself. You are well, a business. What was the analogy you used earlier? You'd rather have six than 12? Like, buckets. Buck buckets. All right, I, yeah. I call them campfires or Valhalla's. I mean, okay. you, you don't want too many. You don't want 24 campfires. Or it's like, right. what are you? You're dabbling. You're dangling the toe and everything. I'm not sure what you're really for. So you, can, you don't want to over leverage yourself. If you're in a position to anchor yourself with another product and a brand that hopefully in success you become synonymous with, then you don't, you don't want to over leverage yourself because you get people get mixed messages. Now you lose some equity. Cannibalizing the brand. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they were, those are two American made brands. They're two sort of American inventions. Um, the automobile and bourbon. <laughs> I, like both of them, I both <laughs> and I drink it. I, I say to myself, um, and I have to say no, obviously, thankfully, a lot more than I say yes. Um, what, are, what, what am I going to be involved in with that? I'm thinking about it on Saturday night. I'm thinking about it on Tuesday. I'm thinking about it in church. It's something that's in my consciousness. Well, oh, you know what would be a good idea for the ad that we're going to do with Wild Turkey? Or you know what? It's going to be a good idea with the Lincoln. I, that, that it's not something that I have to show up on my desk and go, okay, now i got to put on this hat. My mind creatively goes to ways to sell those brands 24-7. And that's how you're a good partner because it's authentic. You're building, and then the next partnership you do will build upon those two things. Yep. And then, you know, you got to, obviously, you have to watch if you have, when I say over-leveraging yourself, you have to watch if you get uh like, for instance, say my deal with Wild Turkeys. I, okay, I've got a contract with them. I can't do any, I can't be a part of pushing any other brown liquor. But maybe say I could do white liquor and say a vodka company comes to me and they want to do the thing. I have to think, well, wait a minute. Even though I may be able to, if I was, that's going to dilute, that might dilute my, I'm Long Branch Wild Turkey guy and I like that. Yeah, I could get some more cash on my cow here today again, maybe for the next few years. But it's a short-term thought. It's a short-term yes. thought, McConaughey, because you lost equity that when you're a, you're a say-it-one-time guy. 
with wild turkey. You're a say it one time guy with Lincoln. You don't have to repeat yourself. Yes. And if you start spreading thin or getting categories that are close, you have to start soliciting a little bit. Well, wait, did you hear what I said? You know, wait, I got to say it again because you're not. You're only people are only listening half as half as closely because they see. Oh, wait, you're doing both those. I thought you were just one. Say what you mean, mean what you say. Did you think you had the it thing growing up, the gut inside? Like, I might have something different, special. Like, I should go for this. Or did you just put one foot in front of the other with just a passion? I mean, did you have that drive, that fire? I'll tell you this. I'm competitive. But starting at about 15, I started to go, wait a minute. You may like ping pong and be a good player, but you're not going to be a professional ping pong player. So if you get when I would get beat, I would, it didn't bother me. Things, right. Like things in my life that I would lose at, I was like, this is not my what I'm going to do. I got to figure out what I'm going to do. And then I want to be then I want to be the champion and fight. The champion. So I'm, I, I started to allow the things that I was competitive. To go, no, that's I, I don't mind losing at that because I'm not that's not my dedication in life. Um, I got. I out, I would, I could out hustle people. I got, I mean, I was the guy that got sometimes picked for coming in second five times in a row over the person who won the first race by 10 yards because I kept going back and re-entering the race, trying to win. And I got picked on, I want, I want Charlie Hustle over here. So persistence uh, was, was, was one thing. The other thing was we were taught early, you knock on a door and you get a no today, that's not final. You can go back tomorrow because maybe the person on the other side of that door was in a bad mood yesterday. And maybe they got a better night's sleep tonight and had a good morning with their wife or spouse this morning, and now they're a little more open. So timing um, and context of timing and when to come back to someone with the, the same product where are they going to be? It's like when I called my dad that night on that phone call. I picked out 7.30 p.m. on a Tuesday night because I said, he's home from work. He's eating dinner. He's having a beer with mom on the couch. He's relaxing. That's the time to tell him I want to go to film school. Not at 9 a.m. when he's stressing going to work to go pedal on the phone. So picking out when you, when you, when you want to go to your target is, is, is something that I was getting t- turned on to early on. I grew up in a family of salesmen. Right. Got it. I mean, it sounds like it. And it's amazing. Does it, the passion, forget your family. We're talking about business mostly today. What makes you who you are, the way your mind works, the passion, what, what's the greatest passion in a, in a hobby, in the cars, in, in a passion project, which movie didn't make you money, but you loved it. Like where have you been the most alive or where are you the most alive in this whole sort of business acting success journey? When my work as an artist translates, for instance, with, 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 the book that I'm running around with for 28 weeks. All right. When someone tells me I've saw, I'm seeing my stories and your stories. I'm going, Oh, I have a little reciprocity going here. Did I tap a nerve? Did I tell something very personal that tapped a nerve of humanity that people are seeing? Oh, I'm seeing myself in you. I'm going, Oh, here we go. So as an artist, that's my, my one is to communicate my product. Now I do movies and, and, and I, and, and, and I got more successful it personally, selfishly, my acting career, when I said, F the bucks, I'm going for the experience. When I put my head down 
And some of them didn't make any money. I my movie started making more money when I said F the box. I got more. That's the big picture. F the box. That's the big picture. That's the thing when people are negotiating deals, you have to know. Don't try to take every nickel off the floor because you could make a decision. I was going back to a TV show and I didn't care what I got paid, but I wanted to be able to be allowed to do Shark Tank. Like sometimes you'll say, okay, give gives that don't aren't obvious. The give isn't always the money. The give is is just to give some being creative with a contract. You don't have to be a lawyer. You just got to think about what you're willing to give and what you want. That's what you're talking about. And that's passion. You're, you, 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 you're very passionate about this book. And it's from a true place. Certainly, I didn't go to Harvard, but I assume you make a lot more money on your, your movies than you do on this book. But you want to connect. You're, you're, you're a certain age and you're having an experience. and You want to love what you're doing. I mean, that's the best part about it. It's passionate. Yeah, well, look, I love making movies, and, and, I, and I love acting, and I've, I've, some of my favorite experiences have been movies that didn't do well. Gold was an extraordinary experience for me, because that was me being able to live with my idea of my father in that character for three months. Movie didn't do any good box office, but I loved the experience. Loved it. Perfect. Um, so when your father passed away, uh, some people say you have to lose a parent to become a man. I, didn't, I haven't heard about a woman, but did you feel like you became... A man? Sure as hell kickstarted me. I mean, a major kickstart. And that was the green light of his passing away. There were, you know, values that he was raising me on that I was practicing, but I was making B minuses and C pluses in them because I knew I had him. He had my back. If the, if the S-H-I-T really hit the fan, my dad was there. He was above law and government. You know, if I re- he was my crutch. He, he was a safety net for me, subconsciously even knowing that. And then he physically passes away and leaves his life. All of a sudden I go, He's not there to catch you if you really need him. Whoa. So I started going, you better quit being a boy and just practicing these little things. You better look the world in the eye. And I I mean, I stood taller. My heart went higher. My chin went up. I remember this. All these things, mortal things in life that I had reverence for. Fame, money, people. They lowered down to eye level. And I looked them in the eye. All these things that I'd been patronizing and sloughing off is not worthy of me and whatever rose up at eye level. And I remember going, damn it, the world's flat. My peripheral vision got wider. I could see further. I could see clearer. And I was let, I became a lot more courageous to go, let's quit acting like one and let's start being one. And that, whether that was a man or whether that was be more me or whatever it was, I was like, it's time for you to walk, stand up straight, Matthew, walk through this world and go out. It was the green light. It was a shift. I do with my daughter at night, Rose and Thorn of the day, the high and the low. So of you, this career, what was, what's been the rose and what's been the thorn? Well, I mean, Jesus has been a lot more roses for me. Um, you know, walking in the right bar and getting cast in my first film, Daisy Confused. Woo-hoo. That was in a bar? I don't think that, I didn't know that part. I walked, oh, wow. I walked in the right bar at the right time. And I was in film school and I only went to this bar because I knew the bartender. He was in film school with me and he gave me free drinks. He comes up with me my drink. It was at the top of the Hyatt in Austin, Texas. Random. There's a guy at the end of the bar who's in town producing a film. Went down and introduced me to him. Four hours later, me and that guy, Don Phillips, get kicked out of this bar. On the way home, he's riding with me as I'm taking a taxi back to my house to drop me off. He says to me, ever done any acting? I said, well, man, I was in a Miller Lite commercial and a Trisha Yearwood video, I didn't say anything. And he goes, you might be right for this part. Come to this address tomorrow morning. I go down three lines. I go back, three lines turn into three weeks work. I go back to school for a year after that. Great summer where I found 
what would become more than a hobby for me, where I found what would turn out to be a career. Moved out to Hollywood. First two auditions I went on, I got the part. Wow. Wait, what were they? What were the first two auditions? And Angels in the Outfield. Wow. Wow. Then A Time to Kill is all of a sudden now I become famous. Big studio movie. I'm the lead in the Grisham novel. It works over the weekend. Now that introduces its first thorns of fame where the world becomes a mirror and now I'm not meeting strangers anymore and I have no anonymity, but I'm going to deal with that. And as you read the book, I just put on backpacks and got the hell out of Dodge to go hear myself think. I went to places like Peru and Africa on my own. And then the work that I did, I had a, um, did more films and then had a great run with romantic comedies. Now here comes a big thorn. Romantic comedies, I start to get so successful in them that if I want to do a drama, the studios are like, no way. No, McConaughey. He's cute shirtless boy. Rom-com. Right. I'm like, <laughs> I like the rom-coms, but it's the success of these is disallowing me from even being considered to do those. Basically, the answer is yes. Stay in your zone. So, couldn't do what I wanted to do. I said, I'm going to stop doing what I was doing. I pulled the plug, moved to Texas, called my agent. Everybody I said, no more rom-coms, nothing. Not doing any more no, but that's scary. Stuff that sounds cute now because we have the playbook of what happened, but that's the big picture. That's that's the big picture. And it could have been that a one way ticket into limbo. All right. Into nobody. Into huh? being a rom com actor from twenty into being nothing. Like you were a big deal, but like you've had longevity. That's what we talked about this whole time. This is so interesting. You had to make a big choice and Give up a lot of money at the moment for the moment to have the big to jump to fly. Okay, Dr. Out, let wow. me give you a couple examples on this. So I come down and I I shed many a tear on Camilla's shoulder about this choice, and she was like, "All right, we're going to do it." And she repeated my dad's words to me because we were like, "We don't know how long you won't work." I call my money manager. Do I have to have I saved my money because I may not be working for a while? He said, "You have saved it well." And I go, "Okay." So we say no. What? How old then? are you? How old are you um, at that time? This is. 12 years ago, some 40, 38. That's courageous. Okay. So I don't, nothing comes in but rom-coms. Now I say, no, I read them. I say, no, I read them. I say, this one comes in with a, with a $5 million offer. I read it. No, thank you. They come back $8 million offer. I said, don't even need to read it again. No, 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 thank you. I already read it. They come back 10 million. No, thank you. 12 million. No, thank you. They come back at $14.5 million. Same script that they offered me for five that I said no to. What do you think I said when they offered me 14.5? I said, let me read that again. <laughs> <laughs> now, I read the same script that I said no to at five men with a $14.5 million offer. And guess what? It was the exact same words, but it was a better script. It was funnier. <laughs> it was more dramatic. It had angles. Ooh, I might be able to make this baby work right here. Ultimately, I go, no, thank you. Now, when I said no to 14.5, I think it's been a little lightning bolt through Hollywood that they go again. Like my dad, McConaughey ain't bluffing. He's really not doing it. That's hot. Okay. That's amazing. As soon as that happens, now nothing comes in for one year and two months. For 14 more months, nothing comes in. Now I'm like, I think I may have had my last day in Hollywood. I got to think about new careers. I got I think I maybe want to go be a high school football coach or, or an orchestral conductor. I'm thinking about other careers. I may not ever work in Hollywood again. Well, what happened 20 months after I had said no? Phone rings. Well, guess who's now a new novel, interesting casting, good idea for the drama Lincoln Lawyer? 
guess who's now a new novel good idea for Killer Joe, for Mud, for Magic Mike, for True Detective, for Dallas Buyers Club, Bernie McConaughey. Why? Because I that 20 months, I unbranded. I was forgotten. Isn't you like, scrubbed it. We don't know. Where's McConaughey been? He's not in our theaters as a rom-com guy. He's not in our TVs as a rom-com guy. He's not shirtless on the beach. There's no beaches in Texas, in Austin. Where, where is he? So it went from, he's not, all right, he's out, he's not doing those, to all of a sudden, like, where the hell is McConaughey? What's he doing? So then all of a sudden, I was gone enough, out of people's eye, got, got some anonymity, to all of a sudden, somebody go, you know what would be an interesting idea? To go to McConaughey for the dramas that I wanted. When they came, I just jumped on them. So I unbranded the rebrand. You did a rinse. Because I was on a very, you know, questionable television show. And you can't hate what made you. That's the problem. People think you think you're better than it because you. that's what made you. But you're trying to be something else. And you're trying to look at the board. And you got to do the rinse. And it's tempting to dip back in. But the second you dip back in, you unrinse. So you really did a courageous Game changer, pivotal rinse. Wow. So your rose was your thorn. You have the exactly. same thing. Uh, and, that, and hence the red lights turn green. My th- thorn, I put, it was a penance. It was a sacrifice, and I bet on it. And it Amazing. took endurance, and it took uh, many a wobbly day by me for Camilla to go, uh-uh, stay on the track. Stay on the, you, we're going to outlast this. She's good. She's, a, she's tough. She's a partner. Wow. Okay, that's amazing. And then that led to many of the other the roses that I've had. I mean, I, I, I love my... The work I've been able to do. I, I, I love making films. I love finding characters that scare me in the right way. And um been doing it for 29 years. Well, I want to say something. I'm really glad that you're here today. You're obviously way more like successful and famous than I am. But I have some really interesting people. And I've stuck to my brand of what I'm doing here. And like I said, some famous people have said they want to come on. And it's tempting to me because they're super famous. But I want to talk about this, and I'm so glad that my gut instinct really thought of you as a brand and a business, and you're so authentic, and I'm so impressed by you, and I'm, you know, the same, we're, you're almost the same age, but I'm proud of you because you just have made such great decisions, and for people at home, every little decision makes a difference. Don't get sucked up in it, and don't torture yourself, but this is literally a puzzle and a house that you've built one brick at a time, and I see it that way, so... That's what I want the show to be, to show people how you built the house. I'm so grateful for you today. This is my rose. Oh, awesome. Awesome talking to you. You know, on that, on that, that, that uh, note you just said to the, to the listeners about the choices we make. I mean, I will say this. Sometimes we can get into what we call paralysis of analysis for like, wait, do I do A, do I do B, do I do A, do I do B? And you can look up and a decade can be gone. Sometimes it's like, just make a choice and commit to it. It's gonna, it may be the wrong, it'll reveal though itself. And then you'll know and you'll go, ah, okay. Or it'll reveal a new track for you. But sometimes it's just like jump, don't fall, but and put in, and commit to it hundred percent. Don't half ass it. And it'll reveal itself and turn out sometimes to be, oh, the decision wasn't that different from the other one either. I mean, there's many outcomes from it, but I've got friends and I've seen it and I've done it myself at times where I've been caught in limbo and looking up and going, a year just went by. Yeah. All roads lead to Rome. You just get in the damn car, make a left, make a right, run out of gas. You are amazing. If there's any, please buy this book, this book, Green Lights. It's so authentic. I'm just impressed. And if there's anything you want to say to everybody, say hello to your wife and your family. But if uh, there's any mantra or anything you want to close with, otherwise just. uh, Oh, 
if we all made sense of humor our default emotion, we might all get along a little better. All right. Well, that's why we like each other. Matthew, have a wonderful day. Tell Nicole I said hello, and thank you for doing this. Thank, thank you, you so much. All right. Awesome. Ciao. Bye. wanted uh, many celebrities and actors on here if they don't really fit the mold of what we're talking about, um, of really being able to teach us or give us stories or humanize themselves and be vulnerable and, and provide wisdom about all the little decisions that it takes to be successful. Matthew McConaughey is the quintessential example of someone who has stayed true to himself adhered to the brand, protected the realm, been in, had integrity, been intentional, and really has a career and a family and a business and a brand to show for it. Like we really just unwrapped and sort of did a reverse engineer on Matthew McConaughey and how he got here. And it now makes sense. He's certainly not just some good looking, shiny, shirtless actor. That's the last thing he is. So I'm so glad that favorite interviews and uh, I'm just grateful there's so much to learn from this interview about life and loss and love and parenting and business and entertainment and writing a book so thank you all for listening remember to rate review and subscribe Uh, I'm thrilled thank you Just Be is hosted and executive produced by me, Bethany Frankel. Just Be is a production of Be Real Productions and iHeartRadio. Our managing producer is Fiona Smith, and our producer is Stephanie Stender. Our EP is Morgan Lavoy. To catch more moments from the show, follow us on Instagram at Just Be with Bethany. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.